What up, LoveQuest Nation? Thanks so much for tuning in to the LoveQuest International Church Podcast. In such uncertain times, we can guarantee that the word you are about to hear is certain, it is true, and with applied faith, it will change your life. So enjoy today's message brought to you by our very own Pastor Terrence Richmond as he leads us with hope, faith, and love through a turn in history. Enjoy! takes a moment for us to just take these thoughts captive to enter into a space where those thoughts can't enter that thought of death can't enter into this room that thought of suicide that thought of giving up on life cannot enter into this space because where the spirit of the Lord is where the spirit of the Lord is there is freedom And what you got to be careful of in this moment, sometimes you can be so soaky that you don't reach up and grab it. You mesmerize yourself to sleep and miss on what you need to reach for. And in this moment where there is the presence of God, there is what? Liberty. There is freedom. And I know at the door, you see in the windows of your mind, you you see fear like, let me back in. What y'all doing? Why y'all kick me out? That scripture says that the demons went away into a dry place. And then they couldn't find a place to habitate. And they came back and found the house vacant. We're not just cleaning our house right now. We are feeling it with the word as well. So we are cleaning our space, but we also need to fill it with the word. So when the enemy comes and knock on the windows of your mind, he's like, man, something took my place. Man, I'm I'm, I'm talking to somebody. Where there was fear in the love seat, now I see hope sitting on the couch of their mind don't think fear is not looking in the windows of your mind to see what it what took its place that's why the enemy hates worship because why you took his place come on you took his place and the way he can get his spot back is through fear sitting on the couch of your mind and through insecure insecurity sitting on the the couch of your mind but when every time you kick him out you kick fear out you kick out insecurity you kick out doubt you kick out unbelief you kick out worry he comes back and says man oh okay okay i got my spot still let me figure out a way to get back in that seat but i'm here to declare lift your hands up now fear cannot sit down no more in your mind i declare hope is in the seat where fear once was I declare joy is in that love seat now. I declare prosperity is in that seat right now. I declare laughter is in that seat. I declare beauty is in that seat where ashes once was. I declare wholeness is in that seat 
In the mighty name of Jesus, say, I believe it. Come on. I believe it and I receive it in Jesus' name. You just receive it. There used to be this, uh, there used to be this group called Bob Marley and the Wailers. I just want to share a few things tonight from the, from the idea of Jesus and the Wailers. This morning we talked about lamenting. There's one scripture we kind of left out as God give his people permission to just acknowledge, Lord, we, are, we need you. We are broken. We messed up. Even Jesus wept. Jesus wailed. So if Jesus wailed, his children need to find it okay to well in faith. You know, them bodybuilders, they be welling in the gym. You don't get that kind of body and all the muscles without welling. What the Lord wants you to do is not well in retreat. He wants you to well in advance. Right? It wasn't meant for the children of Israel to just wail in the wilderness. They were supposed to wail in advance. There's a lot of wells we want. We want the well that represents salvation. We also desire a well done. Jesus and the Wellers, a group of people that don't mind crying out to their Savior. You can't be a Weller and prideful. Not in not not on not on the Jesus team. Psalm one twenty six says it like this: Then they, then were our mouths filled with laughter. Say healing. There's healing in this room tonight. Yes, sir. And the Bible says that that laughter bring, is like medicine. Yeah. Go on, just go on and laugh for a minute. I know you can think of something funny. You probably sitting next to somebody that look a little funny. Find a feature. Look, look, go on, look at somebody. <laughs> yeah, you thinking of somebody that's funny? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Sometimes you got to laugh at yourself. Don't take yourself too serious. Say, I'm healed. Then were our mouths filled with laughter. I declare, I, I just believe tonight there's going to, before this night is over, they should have never gave me a swivel on my seat. Come on now. Woo! I just, I just think he's turning it around for you. You know what I'm saying? It's my prophetic chair in this season. Then were our mouths filled with laughter. Danny, you got to do my makeup next time because I'm shining right now. I'm shining. I'm shining. Glory to God. Glory to God. That was because I was in the presence of the Lord. Amen. 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 It's that soul glow. It's that glory grease. That glory yeah, grease. Yeah. Amen. Somebody tell the Italian. Amen. Somebody better tell the Italian. Then... Were our mouths filled with what? 
laughter, and our tongues filled with what? Singing. Whenever you can find a place where there's laughter and singing, there's always healing. Yes. That's why the enemy like bringing friction in your house. Especially with family, because all you do is walk around tense and nobody say nothing to each other. A closed mouth brings sickness. Yeah, there's a time to be quiet. But if life and death is in the power of the tongue, at some point, you just got to have a moment of release. Yep. <laughs> then they said among the nations, Ooh, who was they? No, no, it was, they ain't us. They is the observers of sons and daughters. The Lord has done great things for them. There was a people watching them. They was looking at us just walk down the street laughing. They heard us in Cheesecake Factory singing. See, see, when you're in your restaurant singing, even if it's low, because they talk a lot in restaurants. So don't be telling me not to sing. Big old thing. But there's something about the anointing that pierces through chatter of darkness, vain conversations, in a place where there's talking and you just sing something. And then you got a name of a table of singers. There's something that pauses the parade of darkness. And it said, man, these people paused and looked and said, the Lord has done great things for them. Ain't no other place they can get this kind of joy. Because right. it's not available right now. Everything closed. <laughs> true, true. Where we used to get joy from is closed. The Lord has done great things for us. And sometimes people testifying about the goodness of God on your life will cause you to recognize the goodness of God on your life. And I don't know who I'm talking to, but God has done marvelous things in your life. Yes, he has. Just pause and thank him for what he has already done. Come on, just have a little praise break and say, God, you're good. You are marvelous. You have done wondrous things in my life. You have already proven yourself, Lord God. You've already been good. We thank you, Lord. Marvelous is your works. Yes, you've been good. I'm challenging you moving forward. Don't just, don't, don't just say, just don't bless your food. Normal no more. Just, Lord, bless my food. Lord, I thank you for my food. It looks so good. Thank you. Lord, I bless you for my food. It looks good. But even if it ain't, even if it ain't, even if it ain't, I'm going to thank you. You know what I'm saying? Like just, just something about singing. 
They like folks messed up. Hey, Sion, can you can you just pray over the food? You sure? <laughs> Is you sure? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just a brief little praise break could change the party. You ever go to Thanksgiving meal and it's tension in the house, but you still you still pause and praise the food? Yeah. Just just break it. Just Next time you go out to eat with your friends, you come up with a little melody, and you just bless the food together. You don't just sit there, thank you, brothers. You somebody just started. Lord, I thank you for my, whatever it is. Man, I'm telling you, the world needs that joy. And by the time, all they could do is tell us, can you not do that next time? No problem, sir. You're right, we leaving anyway. I'm paying for my food. I can sing. If they, if they could talk, I could sing. Yeah, right, right, right. John 4. For his disciples had gone off into town to buy food. And a Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask me? A Samaritan and a woman for a drink. You ain't even supposed to be talking to me. You're not even supposed to be six feet within me. Why are you talking to me? It's supposed to be some social distance in between us. Talk about it. Here go that social distance way back then. But the Jews have nothing to do with the Samaritans. Jesus answered, if you had only known and had recognized God's gift, it's our job, man, when people see us, they see the glory of God, that you are a gift in your workplace. You are a gift in your house. Your mama didn't even know how great a gift you was going to grow up to be. God's gift and who this is that is saying to you, give me a drink. And that's the confidence you walk around, man. You don't even know who you're sitting here having lunch with. You would have asked him instead, and he would have given you living water. She said to him, sir, You have nothing to draw with, no drawing bucket, and the well is deep. It sounds like his boys later on in this chapter saying, Lord, where your food at? What you talking about? You cool. She over here talking about where your bucket at? What you talking about? You got water. (laughs) This is not the season for the practical. It's time for us to depend on what can't be seen. Why? Because there's social distancing. God got to move. The Lord know how to make space for him. How then can you provide living water? Where do you get your living water from? Where do you get your joy from? 
Where you get your strength from and you got laid off of work. How you got joy and no paycheck. Where your bucket at? Where your paycheck at? Jesus answered in verse 13. 13. You got to be careful in the prophetic zone because your tongue is susceptible to say all kind of stuff that is not connected to your mind. (laughs) See, when you really let Jesus have his way, you'll say stuff that you like, whoa, I didn't say that. Stumbling over some words made it spiritual. How you feel me? You turn it around. Now I'm just playing. I, I mean what I just said. I mean what I just said. 13. <laughs> but whoever takes a drink of this water that I will give him shall never, no, never be thirsty anymore. Hey, 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 believers, this is not the season to put your water down. Serious. Serious. You've been drinking that living water. Now, folks, cups is running dry. Yeah, your mama and daddy don't want to admit it, but their cup is running low on their source of joy. You just sit there with your juice and just, you you, you want some? I got, got plenty where it came from. Pour it out. But the water that I will give him shall become a spring of water. What? Welling, flowing, bubbling. Say bubble. Continually within us, you guys, it's within us. That's why you can't be silent, that's why you got to sing new songs because you keep it bubbling. And when something is bubbling, it's ready to boil over. See, your water can be low, but when it starts bubbling, it, it naturally rises. You can't be still water, you have to bubble. Heavenly prayer language keep you bubbling. Worship keep you bubbling. Laughter keeps you bubbling. It says, unto eternal life. And the woman said to him, sir, give me this water. See, he was confident of what he had to offer. So that I may never get thirsty nor have to come continually all the way here to draw. Verse 23, a time will come, however, indeed it is already here. So as much as you want to say revival is coming, I'm here to tell you it's already here. Yeah. Right. Right now. Revival is not God moving, it's his people awakening. That's right. That's right. Come on. Come on. We act like we, we, we calling on God to move like he ain't moving. He either moving or he ain't. Right. He either in us or he not. Yeah. But you need to awaken to him. You need to not make him a renter and let him live in the property he paid for. Yeah. 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 And it's when two living sources begin to abide together. That overflow begins to happen. And then revival is manifested. But revival is already happening, people. 
It's digital right now. It's virtual. But what's going to happen when the doors and restrictions lift? What should happen? It's going to pour out from the altars that Ezekiel 47 the altar wasn't the temple. It wasn't your church address. The temple was your house. Ezekiel 47 is prophesying not of temples made by hand, but it is talking about the temple and the altar of your heart in your home and the restrictions going to come and he's going to send you back out. And you're going to see colorful fish, diverse fish. You're going to see pastors restored back to their rightful place. Ezekiel 47, go read it. What what, what did he say? He called them in and he showed them. And then he brought them back to shore. And he said, now look again. God is removing the scales from our eyes so we can walk in the revival that is to come but is already here. It's here. And it's starting in your home. And when you walk out your house, you're going to be so on fire. (laughs) You just can't be an ember. People People can walk by an ember and not get burned. But you just can't come in contact with a wildfire. He said, indeed, it is already here. Why? It is how? How do we know? It is here when the true worshipers will worship. What is Lord doing? He, he putting you in your home, stripping away everything so you can actually become a true worshiper. Not a worshiper dependent on a screen, dependent on pro presenter. Oh, in the name of excellence. But if you want to be real, real excellence is knowing the song. Right. Having the song in your heart and it's a reality for you. What happens when we turn the screen off? Yes, it's excellence. Don't get me wrong. We're going to keep the screen. We got them on now. But he said, I will write my word on the screen of their hearts. The tablet of their hearts. Not so they can be lazy in rehearsal, not have rehearsal, because they can depend on the screen. No, I said I will write it on the screen of their hearts. <laughs> For the Father is seeking just such. Who is God seeking, you guys? Is he seeking a song to be sang to him? He's looking for true worshipers, genuine, such people as these, as his worshipers that worship him in spirit and in truth. You see it in the Old Testament, he says, write this word, let it be on your forehead. He told Joshua, keep this word, meditate on it day and night. And as worshipers, what we sing has to be something we believe something that we know to be as true because when the screen shut off when the pastor can't say repeat after me when the worship team can't lead you 
You got to know how to lead your own worship set. We must worship him in the spirit and with his word. Truth. We got to write songs that are theologically sound. And we got to write not only Logos songs, but Rhema songs. You know, you got to write. No, he said write a new song. Sing a new song. If we want freshness about our worship. Psalm 107. Then they cry to the Lord in their trouble. And he delivers them out of their distresses. He sends forth his what? Word and heals them and rescues them from the pit and destruction. I want you to see how he delivers us. He sends forth his word. This is why I said last week. You send the word that he sent. And you got to follow it. Like the ambulance truck. The ambulance truck. Like the ambulance. Look, look, look. The law says you got to pull over to let it go forth. But it didn't say you can't follow it. (laughs) And we're in a season where you're pulling over so the Lord can establish his word. So we can then what? Follow it. Is his word that he sent to heal us and rescue us. What's going to rescue us out of this season? Come on, what's going to rescue us out of this season? Right where you are. Speak the word. Let's practice it. What did he say about sickness? What did he say about fear? What did he say about when the enemy bombard your life what did, what did he say about peace what did he say come on come on speak the word speak your word Lord God now it's a double edged sword he said it and we say it Psalm 147 says, hallelujah. (laughs) How beautiful it is when we sing our praises to the beautiful God. For praise makes you lovely before him and brings him great. Praise makes you lovely before him. That's why he say, I got to give you this garment of praise. You can't come with this stank stuff. I'm going to put a garment on you 
that's satisfying to me. Praise. Why, why do we spend time praising? Because we're changing our robe to enter into his presence lovely. With thoughts full of adoration. With thoughts full of, no, we deserve to be at his feet. Why? Because the blood of Jesus gave us access. That's why we are covered by the blood. Praises make you lovely. Just praise his name right now. Lord, we thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hosanna is the highest praise. We bless you, Lord God. We bless you, Lord God. Hallelujah. where you are sing your own song the anointed one is here the anointed one is here we take our minds off you off of our troubles and put them on you Lord we take our minds off of the Almighty. He said, for praises makes you lovely before him and brings him great delight. So this is what faith says, is that if the word tells me praises makes me lovely and brings him great delight, knowing that he inhabits the praise of his people, guess what we should do? Give him praise, and guess what we know? It's bringing him delight. Yeah. The Lord builds up Jerusalem. He gathers up the outcasts and brings them home. He heals the wounds of every shattered heart. He sets his stars in place, calling them all by their names. And this is what I see right here, Troy, Brother Troy. He, if he sets his stars in place, why wouldn't he set you in the place he first created you? He created the stars, and ever since he set them in place, they have not moved from where they belong. And I declare tonight that he set you in a place of wholeness 
from before he formed you in your mother's womb. Guess what? And right now he is setting you back in place. You are healed. You are whole. You have a sound mind. And he says he calls them all by their names. My earthly name is Terrence. But my heavenly name is Son. Wholeness. <laughs> my heavenly characteristics is nothing missing, nothing broken. That's my physical makeup in heaven. Don't need no steam room in heaven. All my ligaments work well. Never get tired. Never am I limping. Never lacking. Never, never broken. Wholeness in every area of my life. No probiotics. My immune system is perfect. How great is our God? How great is our God? Sing with me. How great is our God? Oh, we'll see how great, how great is our God. Name above every name. cannot accomplish yes sir yes sir can I get an amen there is nothing his power cannot accomplish and he has infinite understanding of everything. everything. <laughs> wow. P -p Put your 
hardest challenge right now in life at the altar. He says, son, daughter, when I say nothing, I mean nothing my power can't accomplish. Lord says, I'll take that too. I'll, I'll take that too. Family issues, I'll take that. I can handle that. Just let me have it. Finances, you can, I, I got that. Just do your part. Emotional hurt. Grief. I'll take that. And he has infinite understanding of everything. This is, this is crazy right here, Milka. This make me turn it around one time. This, if you understand, he says, there's nothing that my power cannot accomplish. And then he says he has infinite understanding. Now, now, Bernadette, what he's telling you is, oh, this thing is like, like one of them Cheesecake Factory chocolate cakes. This thing got layers to it right here. So I got to eat this by piece, just a little piece by piece. But he sees the entire playing out of your circumstance how much it hurts today how angry you are today how confused you are today but he has an understanding about today that he knows what you need to get through today and today your pain may not all be gone all at once but he's working it all together for your what? Good. And there's something about two and three weeks, four weeks, these restrictions, that he is accounted for every day. There's something more to learn from it. That's why you got to go to school to be a doctor so long. You can't just be a doctor today <laughs> because even though you think you get it the Lord knows you ain't got it and you and I have to learn how to trust God's understanding of the situation not your itty bitty understanding because don't forget God has went to the end and he's went back to the beginning. And now you're just picking up on a spot in the book. So he knows what's before you. And he knows what you need. He knows how much pain you can take. All he needs you to do is learn from it. And that's why he says, I had a mind of Christ. My ways are not your ways my thoughts are not your thoughts 
But he also says that you have the mind of Christ. You can see y'all can help me out. He heals the wounds of every shattered heart. Every. I love these words. Every. There's nothing his power can't accomplish. Nothing. Words like every. Nothing. Everything. First Peter 2. He personally bore our sins in his own body on a tree, on a tree, as on an altar and offered himself on it, that we might die, cease to exist to sin, and live to righteousness. By his wounds, you have, by his wounds, you will be healed. Is that what it say? Nope. Okay. Have been. that word being that, that, that word don't imply yesterday like bro we been did that my son the other day was like yeah dad I influenced you 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 wearing windbreakers now I'm like son we been wearing windbreakers 20-some years ago, we was wearing windbreakers and dressing preppy, wearing old-school kicks, Pumas, Adidas. Man, what do you... This young generation think, man, we was wearing the shoes y'all paying $300 for. We bought them for 60 Fools. We been wearing... Come on. We been hip-hop. Been wearing fitted caps. We've been wearing bright colors in living color. Man, go back. You can do what you wanna do. Hey, in living color. Then a the deep voice in living color. Man, we've been doing that. And the Lord says, Man, you coming to me well and for healing, acting like I gotta do it again. I've been healed you. Put it on. Receive it. Yes, easier said than done. But how do you put it on? You speak it. Malachi 4. That's, that's the Lord right there. I was just talking about Malachi. How fitting. I didn't plan that. I promise I didn't plan. I don't got a note saying talk about the windbreaker. Malachi 4. But unto you who revere and worshipfully fear my name, shall the son of righteousness arise with healing. Those who revere and worshipfully fear my name. There's power in the name of Jesus. He says... I'll rise with healing in my wings and his beams and you shall go forth (laughs) 
gamble like calves, released from the stall and leap for joy. So part of receiving your healing is also knowing he been did it and you act like he been did it. No matter how weak you are, you got to find a praise. Just don't you. You might not have enough strength to get out of bed, but you need enough strength to lift your hands. You need enough strength to open your mouth. You need enough strength just to hum a hymn. Tonight may seem like a chill to some of you used to seeing love quests jumping all over the place, somber, because there's a time and place for everything. Maybe it's two of you, maybe it's 30 of you, maybe I don't know who watching. Whoever watches it now, whoever watches it later, the Lord desires to fill your house. The Lord desires He hears your wailing He hears the wailing in your soul He hears your cry Don't think them tears He don't see I just want to give you a couple scriptures to take with you Matthew 8 verse 16 been healing people say I've been healed when evening came they brought to him many say many who were under the power of demons now now some people may think this looks like folks bent over like you can't always see folks that's under the power of the enemy Cause it don't all look crazy but if you are allowing yourself to remain bound to insecurity remain bound to pride remain bound to depression and anxiety and you have bent yourself over and surrendered to dark thoughts and lies from the enemy might I bid to you tonight that you are under the power of of darkness but it says that he drove out the spirits with what a word all I need is one word and he drove out the spirits with a word look and restored to health all who were sick all Here's these words again. Oh. But I believe that was a group of people, Troy, that actually wanted to be whole. Not everybody want to be free. To some people, freedom is just an idea. (laughs) Verse 17. And thus he fulfilled 
what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah. He himself took in order to carry away our weaknesses and infirmities and bore away our disease. The Lord has prophecy to fulfill. Y'all don't hear me in this church. The Lord has a word on the line. That's why you just you you got a right to call him on his word. Lord, you said, and I believe. You, you, you know you you know when when you're in these little little emotional relationships, and y'all don't trust each other, right? You don't trust each other, right? And it comes a point where somebody feel like. Why should I tell you I love you? Or why should I tell you if you're not going to believe me anyway? Why should I tell you the truth if you're not going to believe me anyway? And that's how it is, man. The Lord's like, man, I, you're healed. But the way we grow in this relationship is you believe. Luke 440. Now at the setting of the sun indicating the end of the Sabbath, all those who had any, here we go, all, any, all those who had any, all those who were sick with all kinds of diseases, name it. How can we pray for you right now? Even if you want us to pray for your sister, your brother, your mama, your daddy, go on, type it. Because the Lord, there's all types of diseases brought to him. And we want to bring it to him tonight. You don't even got to settle for a headache. I don't, think, I don't think headaches is in heaven. I don't know. Don't settle. Don't settle for the common cold. Don't, don't do, oh, that's just the stuff. You know, man, get that stuff out. Because, man, some sicknesses lead to, to you, you know what I'm saying? That's why they say if you got symptoms of. See, we got to learn how to use the word against symptoms. We wait until we full blown to cry on the next. <laughs> don't you start. Little ankles start, little cankles start flaring up. No, name of Jesus. But you just can't keep on eating a bunch of salt and then tell the swelling to go down. <laughs> he said various diseases brought to them, to him, and he laid his hands upon every one of them and cured them. I brought some oil out here tonight. Because the oil represents the anointing, the smearing of the Holy Ghost. And I'm going to stretch my hand towards that screen and believe as a sign of agreement and believe with you. 
I touch and I agree. No, 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 go back. I touch and I agree. Hepatitis. And in this room, I don't know all the diseases yet. So if you know any diseases, call them out. Put them under the authority of the Almighty. Cancer in the name of Jesus. Every type of cancer. Bone cancer. You got family members. Call it out right now. Diabetes. Every class of diabetes. High blood pressure. We call it out right now. We call it out right now. Flu. Coronavirus. Now. In Jesus' name. Migraine headaches. If you deal with migraines, just put your hands on your head right now. And believe that it's been done. It's been done. Depression. I just want you to see the heaviness of depression fall down like walls. While we sing it, you call it out. Cancer, you got to fall down. Hepatitis, you got to fall down. Pneumonia, you got to fall down. Depression, you can't stay anymore. Anxiety, fall down. You can't stay anymore. Fall down. You can't stay you can't stay anger fall down pride you gotta go you can't stay anymore fall down you can't stay you can't stay you can't stay anymore 
Yeah, paranoia, you got to go. OCD in the name of excellence, you got to go. No, please be neat. Please walk in excellence. But you can't lose, you, you can't, you, you can't, you can't move on because the soap ain't right. Let the soap sit on the sink sometime. Break it right now. When you feel your nerves is wrecked. Post-traumatic disorder. Take your hands off of my sister. Take your hands off of my father. Take your hands off of my mother. Take your hands off of my auntie, off of my uncle, off of my nieces, off of my nephews, off of my neighbor, off of my co-workers. You gotta fall down now. You gotta, you gotta fall. You gotta go. Fall down. up Luke 7 for you that's been laid on your mats. You gotta get up, get out and get something. You can't stay. Just like that disease can't stay. You can't either. something. I think that was by the Goody Mob back in the day. It was a group CeeLo was in. See, y'all didn't, I'm glad I was in Canada. Y'all didn't even know. Y'all just thought that was, it was a rhyme word, but it was, you know what I'm saying? Go, go, go listen to it later. Just, you're going to be like, wow, Pastor. Okay, we took it back. You got to get up, get out, and get something. Don't spend all your life trying to get high. You gotta get up, get out, and get something. You can't stay, you can't stay. You gotta get up, get out, and get something. You can't stay, you can't stay. Thanks, Goody Mom. <laughs> Luke 
27. Let me give you a couple more scriptures and we're gone because we can't stay. I mean, we can, but in that very hour, Jesus was healing many people. Sometimes he, he couldn't heal all. Many people of sicknesses and distressing, bodily plagues, bodily plagues, stuff that just, it come and it goes, pains, hip, back. I just want to lay hand on your spine, but I, I can't. I, he, he is, he is, he is. See, I love the Lord because he, I love the Lord because one way he turns, oh, see, one th- the one way he turns things around for our good is sometimes it's not turning the physical thing around. He's turning the perspective around. So what he says is, I'm going to cause you to see it in a way that's going to benefit you because the way you've been seeing it is defeating you. But now I'm going to change your perspective so you can still deal with it with a good attitude. And the word of the Lord says to you, Effie, as your hands is lifted high, you have been experiencing these pains because you are going through a growth spurt. (laughs) It's growing pains. You're you're being delivered. You're being set free. You're being an interruption. That's a growth spurt. Having to change mindsets and behaviors. Separation hurts. And why your back? Because, man, if you ain't got a back, you can't stand. The enemy is attacking your stand. But I'm here to declare, girl, you got one of the strongest spines in your bloodline. He's changing the spine in your bloodline. You having to go through some spinal pains just, but when your kids come out, they're going to walk up straighter than ever. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You can't stay. You can't stay. You got to fall down. You can't stay. You can't stay. You got to Jesus was able to deal with his pain in the Garden of Gethsemane is because his perspective was taken off of himself and he saw us. 
and his desire to want to see us. And he says, if my pain equates to my, my brother's and sister's freedom, then let's do it. He said, many people of sicknesses and distressing bodily plagues and evil spirits. And to many who were blind, look, he gave a free, gracious, joy-giving gift of sight. I don't know about you, but when I see all and when I see many, he was being an evangelist. And I'm willing to bet that everybody that was healed was not saved. And I believe the church has to get ready for mass deliverance. There are going to be people that wake up and whatever they was dealing with is going to be completely gone. And they're going to know it was Jesus. They're going to run into the church. And the enemy's going to going to try to snatch that freedom and the church has to be ready to make disciples next verse so he replied to them go and tell John what you have seen and heard I want y'all to see this Ooh. Hey, 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 hey. I want you to I want you to understand this is when go back to verse 20 real quick Take this deal. It's Dylan. He got a book coming out. <laughs> right. So the men came to Jesus and said, John the Baptist sent us to you to ask. John the Baptist sent us to you to ask. Are you the one who is to come? Now, John the Baptist is offended right now because he in prison, about to get beheaded. And now he's questioning the very one he paved the way for. You must guard your conviction. Because the same one brought you out 10 years ago is the same one that's going to bring you out right yes, now. Yes. Don't you forget. Are you one who is to come? Or shall we continue to look for another? John the Baptist is offended. He baptized Jesus. Knowing he was the one. But when fear, offense... It's easy to forget. And this is how we get to verse 21. In that very hour, Jesus was healing. So in the midst of deliverance, persecution came. Misunderstanding came. Verse 22, this is how Jesus replied. Okay, 
go and tell John what you have seen and heard. I ain't got to answer nothing. Just go testify. You want to get the enemy off your back? Testify. People are wondering if Jesus is real. I want y'all to hear this. He's, they're wondering. But testify the goodness of God. Look what he say. The blind receive their sight. The lame is walking. The lepers are cleansed. The deaf hear. The dead are raised up. And the poor have the good news. Preach to them. Jesus is alive. And that's what the world needs to see and will see. What will they see? The blind receive their sight. Vancouver will see the lame walk. Vancouver will see leopards, cancer, skin disease, plans. Vancouver will see the deaf receive their hearing. Vancouver will see the dead raised up. Vancouver will experience the poor hearing the gospel in ways they've never heard it before. The kingdom of God is being advanced in Jesus' name. The kingdom of God is being advanced in Jesus' name. The kingdom of God is being advanced in Jesus' name. Thanks for joining us. Stay connected with us throughout the week by following us on social media at LoveQuestINTL Church. And join us next time as we get equipped with a powerful right now word. Have a great rest of your day and get your love fixed, man.